This story is straight out of I Do Work Here Lady, titled, Just Cause I'm Young Doesn't Mean I Can't Be the Boss. I worked at a very popular nightclub, multi-level, younger crowd downstairs, big spenders upstairs. We're talking $70,000 a night on our biggest nights, averaging around $30,000 on normal nights. We used to get a ton of applications as the staff made great tips. I started at the bar as a bouncer for a summer job when I was 19, ended up liking it and being good at it. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, I'm 22 years old and I've been made general manager of the bar with a staff of about 50 people. We opened during the week for deck drinkers and I would usually be dressed to impress on some of the days as I wasn't in the office all the time or I would be doing some work around the bar, minor fixes, painting and such. Anyway, I came down to let the staff in so they could get to work and before we opened, a girl knocks on the door, you know the type, looking down her nose at everyone with a holier than thou attitude. I open the door for her and ask her how I can help her. She takes one look at me in my boots, work jeans and t-shirt and walks right past me without so much as a how do you do to the bartender to tell the bartender she's looking for the manager so she can pass in a resume. I had the distinct pleasure of watching her face go red as I tell her I'm the manager and tossing her resume immediately without looking at it. A lot of customers we have that spend big money look like nobodies. So in this case, was I the jerk? How much worse of a first impression can you possibly make by ignoring the person who asked you a question and walking past him and it turns out they are the actual general manager of the entire place? I can understand why he tossed out her resume before he even looked at it because of that behavior straight up. I think he actually points out the fact that a lot of people that spend the big money look like nobodies because he's saying that in this case, she shouldn't treat people that are dressed like nobodies like they are nobodies because he was dressed like that, but he's the general manager of the entire place. And as other people pointed out, it is really weird that people are rude to any member of the staff. Even if he was just some entry-level position, why be rude to him? And why would you want to hire somebody that is rude to other people in the staff at all? Someone pointed out a good point that said, if I'm not the first person to be approached by an applicant, I always ask my staff what their interaction was like. I don't invite those who like to rock my boat. So snooty gets the booty. And there's other examples of this. There's a guy who says, I'm pretty sure I got my current job as a bartender because I was polite to the bartender on the way in and on the way out. While he didn't specifically say it was why he hired me, the owner months later told me that the guy who was bartending that day said I would do good working there. And another example of this is a guy who says definitely it's especially important to get feedback from first contact people such as a receptionist. How they treat them tells you a lot about an applicant. And I think that's very true. If you're only fake nice to the people you want something from, then everything is so obviously transactional that would you really want to work with a person like that? But let me know what you guys think and what you would do in this situation if it was you, jerk or not a jerk. Am I the jerk for telling my autistic brother the truth when he asked me why women don't like him? I've got a younger brother, he's 24 years old with Asperger's and he's very high functioning, albeit with his quirks. Recently, I've moved back home during the stay at home orders to look after my parents. My brother still lives with them. I found out he's been trying to date in recent months and confessed it's been pretty unsuccessful for him. He even got to go on a first date, but his date literally got up and left after about half an hour. I know exactly the reason why, and it's not flattering. For one thing, my parents coddled him since he was a kid because he was on the spectrum and was the only boy in our family. My mom in particular always told him he was smarter and more advanced than everyone else who's neurotypical. This has led to his belief today that he is genuinely smarter than everyone else, especially women who he thinks are inherently 
inherently irrational, illogical people. So I know how he interacts with women like me or his sisters. He tends to say very hurtful things first, and when we get upset, he will say things like, you are being irrational, slash hysterical, slash illogical. I'm just being honest, and you can't accept it. This is like his catchphrase over the years, and it drives us absolutely insane. Anyways, when he asked me, I basically said, listen, the truth is, your way of talking to women can come across extremely demeaning and borderline sexist. I told him he acts like he can read every woman perfectly, and he's pretty much always wrong. This struck the wrong nerve in him, and he later complained to my parents that I attacked him over things he can't control. Now, I'm in hot water for ruining his confidence, and I feel both bad and kind of relieved at the same time. This was the first time in my life I told him how annoying his behavior is, because growing up, our mom had always blamed us whenever he got upset. Maybe I was being too harsh, so am I the jerk for telling him what I said? The way that she said that is not insulting at all. She says, literally... Listen, the truth is your way of talking to women can come across as extremely demeaning and borderline sexist. There's nothing about that that's a statement that should make him feel bad about him as a person. She's making a comment on the way he speaks. And maybe even if he can't control the way that he thinks because he says it's something he can't control, she's probably telling him that because if he knows what to identify, he can identify what would come across as being demeaning and then change the way that he speaks even if he's not changing the way he thinks at first. I mean, to me, it seems like she's saying the most useful and helpful thing because if he's getting into situations where people are literally leaving him 30 minutes into a date, it's probably because of something he said, not the way he looks or some other thing like that because she would have done that right when she first got there. So he's asking for real honest help and she's giving him real honest help and then he's offended by it. It's kind of a strange scenario here, but if you were in this situation, what would you do and is she the jerk or not for ruining his confidence? Am I the jerk for making a punny wall of shame for people who stole from my mom's garden? My mom is really into gardening and sometimes people have come by and stole potted plants, yard statuettes, and even dug out whole plant bulbs with plants out of the ground. Or cut all the roses off her bushes because they were too cheap to buy from the florist, I guess. Anyways, my dash cam of my car, which I park in the driveway near the garden bed, has caught all of them close up. And as a way to help my mom not have her plants stolen, I printed all of their pictures out and made a poster that said, Oh, hey there, don't be a daffodil and steal, or else you might end up doing hard time. We hope this'll be a lesson to you. And then I put pictures of everyone stealing from the garden around the border. Also, gave each person a funny fake name. Mr. Potato Head, Delante, Pothead, Prick, Sucker, I Peony in My Pants, Frownless, Dirtbag, Infertile, and Root Boy. I thought it was funny and cutesy. Like, how can you be offended with dumb plant puns? My mom thought it was hilarious and she wanted me to hang it up because she was sick of seeing stuff stolen. But I got a couple of complaints. One neighbor said I needed to take it down because I had a picture of his son, a minor, who did something dumb, yes, but was just trying to bring his sick girlfriend flowers and that it was disproportionate and rude to publicly shame him. 
I told him it wasn't that big of a deal, and he told me I was being petty. I called this kid a little birch, which pissed him off and honestly might have been petty. Another guy came to the house and returned a cutting his wife apparently took, thinking it would be no big deal. But yeah, it damaged the plant because she cut off like a quarter and asked if we'd take down the sign because she was on the board of directors or something from the town or whatever. My mom answered the door and told him to make like a bee and buzz off. Anyway, I guess they both know each other and now both of these families are annoyed. Am I the jerk for making a petty sign about people stealing from my mom's garden, hoping to get them to stop? I mean, they stole the plants and the pots. Both of those things cost money. And with gardening, it not only costs money, but it costs time and effort as well. There's nothing different here between this and somebody just walking onto your yard and stealing something that you have there, regardless of what it is. I mean, it's not like they're calling the police on these people and trying to press charges or something. They're doing it in a lighthearted, meme type of way. I mean, the part about the sick girlfriend, it's like if the parent was that concerned, they would help the kid get the roses, but it just feels pretty wrong that this entire community keeps abusing this garden. We don't really know what the setup of this is, but maybe you could also just actually have a fence around it Or if there is one already, then some way that makes it not so easy to jump over and just grab whatever they want from there. But it is crazy that everyone just thinks that they're welcome to help themselves from this garden that they are not funding or putting the time and energy into. It probably wouldn't happen, but this seems like a good scenario to make one of those community gardens where everyone has a little plot of land, a really, really small one, and they can plant whatever they want in there. And that way they can grow what they need to grow and they all have respect for each other's little plots. So what would you do if you were in this situation and jerk or not a jerk? Am I the jerk for making my daughter sleep in a tent? I'm a 34-year-old female, and I'm a single mother to two girls, Jasmine, who's 16 years old, and Jessica, who's 14 years old. Their dad died when I was pregnant with Jessica, and I had to work hard. We hit rock bottom, and I was barely making it paycheck to paycheck, but I somehow managed to get a degree, become successful, and we live well. The point is... I know how hard it is to be at the bottom of society, and my daughters know this, which is why I was livid at my daughter's actions. Yesterday, Jasmine showed me a video of Jessica cussing at a homeless man and telling him, Stop asking me for money. You'd earn it yourself if you weren't so lazy spending what you earned on substances. When the homeless man complained about the cold, we live in the northeast of England, Jessica responded, Yeah, people camp for fun. Even in December, you can't complain. You're living someone's holiday. Fury was an understatement for what I felt as I thought I had raised an empathetic daughter. Along with finding the homeless man and making her apologize and help pay with a hotel room for the night, she paid 20 pounds of it, as well as signing her up to volunteer at a food bank, I decided to take her up on her offer of sleeping outside. I locked her bedroom door so she couldn't go in, put a sign on it that says, closed for the holidays, and pitched a tent in the garden and filled it with blankets and the sleeping bag I used when I was camping in Norway on a family holiday as a teen, aka really bloody thermal. I slept in the room closest to the garden for that night so I was nearby if anything was to go wrong. She was reluctant to do it, but chose it over the option of not having access to her phone until the Christmas holidays are over. In the 
morning, she was crying about how horrible it was to wake up on a cold mat and getting disrupted sleep due to birds. After comforting her, I asked her, would she like to do that every day like the homeless man? It struck a chord with her and she was crying over her actions while even after the 20 pounds, she was rolling her eyes and her apology was not sincere. This afternoon, I came home from work to Jessica making a big meal to donate to the homeless people who live on the road near our house. I was proud of how she turned over a new leaf and after taking the food to people, my sister came over. Apparently, my nephew and Jessica were talking at school and he asked her about her plans for the afternoon. She said that she was going to go cook for the homeless. My nephew asked what triggered that and Jess told him everything, which relayed back to his mom. My sister said that my punishment was too harsh and just the 20 pounds payment and the food bank would have done the trick and I was acting irrationally due to my past. Now I'm second guessing myself. Am I the jerk? Honestly, a lot of people have a severe lack of empathy for the homeless. So squashing that out now, especially in a safe way, is not a bad idea at all. Even without having to live out in the garden in a tent, just volunteering a lot, especially around people that are in desperate need, can totally change someone's perspective on life in general. Not every single homeless person is a raging addict or something. And even those that are, aren't worth less as human beings, especially if they're not hurting anyone. They're just trying to mind their own business and stay alive. That's not a crime. But it seems like what the parent did here was actually effective. I kind of didn't expect that to be the outcome of this when I started going into the story, but that's what happened. I'm curious to see what had the greatest impact on her mindset, whether it was volunteering at the food bank, sleeping outside, making her apologize. Some combination of that clearly had some sort of transformative effect. But I think something they probably would have just as strong of an effect is just talking to the homeless person, hearing what they have to say and treating them like they're actual people and not just objects that are cast on the floor like trash. So let me know what you guys think. The sister thinks that her mother went way too far, but what do you think? And what would you do in this situation? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for starting my wedding on time and not waiting for my parents? I got married on Saturday and it was an absolutely amazing experience, except one thing. My parents showed up late. They knew the ceremony time and my husband and I made it very clear to everyone, both in the invites and in person, that we were going to start at exactly that time. The venue cost us a lot of money. We paid for the entire wedding ourselves and we were only able to use it for a limited amount of time, so we wanted to make every minute count. So the wedding day came, 
And half an hour before we were scheduled to start, my parents still hadn't showed up. My husband and I both called them multiple times, but nobody answered. We waited and waited and still heard nothing. Finally, the start time arrived and my parents still weren't there. I was really pissed off at this point. The wedding coordinator asked if I wanted to go ahead and start the wedding and I said yes. All of our guests were already there and we wanted to be considerate of their time. My parents showed up 15 minutes later and missed the entire ceremony. It turns out they did leave early but got rear-ended at a traffic light and had to deal with insurance, police, etc. They only have a landline, no cell phones, so they couldn't get in touch with me. Obviously, there's no way I could have known this. I'm still frustrated with them for not making more of an effort to get to the venue early, and they're furious at me for not delaying the wedding 15 minutes so they could be there. Am I the jerk? Oof, this is a hard situation to be in because not having a cell phone on the parents' part makes everything a lot more complicated. If the parents had a cell phone of some sort, they could have called and said, hey, we're this far away, we'll be there soon. But without that, the OP couldn't possibly know how long it would be. I mean, is she supposed to wait an hour? for them to get there if she has no idea when they're going to get there. And what is she going to tell people? Let's just wait another 45 minutes when it sounds like the venue is charging them for their time. And as she emphasizes here, what seems more important is the time of the people that came to her wedding. It would suck very much though if it was your kid and you missed the entire wedding because you got rear-ended. Something that is also not really your fault. This whole situation isn't really the result of anything doing anything wrong. Even though I know the OP is kind of suggesting that they should have left even earlier, expecting that maybe they'll get into a rear ending, but really, I mean, nobody did anything wrong here. The parents left with enough time to get there if they had not been into an actual car accident, and she couldn't have known how long to wait. So it's not really the direct result of anyone's actions that made all this happen, but what would you do if you were in this situation? Would you have delayed the wedding? Would you have taken the blame? And jerk or not a jerk?